Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol Jesus 911, two man car, Jess Romero, Paul Clay. <clears throat> Just want to offer a prayer this morning. Exodus chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. Let us sing to the Lord, for he has gloriously triumphed. The Lord is my strength and thy might. He has become my salvation. Alleluia. 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 You know, Paul, we, we, we can't forget with uh, things happening around the world, in this fallen world, in a world controlled by the devil, as we know, First John 5, 19, Mm-hmm. We uh we have to keep our eyes on the finish line. Uh as the Bible says Amen. in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2, keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Yes. If you keep your eye on the weekend, Paul, if you keep your uh, your eye on politics, if you keep your eye on on your investments, if you keep your eye on earthly things, you are going to be depressed. Yes, 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 you are so right on that. Listen, um uh, all of those things represent distractions, you know, these temporal things that we, you know, we we devote so much attention to mean nothing in the scheme of eternity unless in the temporal you focus solely on obtaining Christ and living for him crucified. Amen. Uh, probably the last segment, Paul, we'll do some power preaching, but uh, I want to talk about something that affects all of us. Uh, and you come you come from an entire family of military, and I I I, uh, I uh, praise your service and your brothers, and uh, I know you have a Thanks. whole family of, of military service. But yep. one thing I like about you, Paul, is, is you're very candid about. You'll talk about being an ex-cop and 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 and, and uh, also being important in the military for six years. You have no problems calling out the government when they're wrong. That's what I like about you. You're not one of those guys that's no, no, no. I'm an I'm retired <laughs> law enforcement, retired military. They're they're yeah. perfect. They're great. They're great. You're not like that. You, no. you you're like an umpire. If they step <laughs> out of line, you you tell like it is. That's what I like about you. Well, thanks. So, and, and you know what? We we all need to be prudent and like scripture says, Jess, we need to test the spirits. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we can't all be naive and foolish to think that somehow. God is on our side. Everything that we're doing is right, just, and holy. We know that that not to be the case. And when you look at a society like the U.S. Uh, and you under and you understand certain truths, like in sacred scripture, that say the love of money is the root of all kinds mm. of evil. And then you see that money and materialism are essentially the the DNA of our society here in the U.S. That cannot be a good thing, Jess. If you connect the dots. Yeah, that's what I like about you. That's why I brought you onto the show because you're one of those, you're a connect the dot guy. And I'll tell you, America's, Paul, America's ripe for judgment because I'll tell you what, what, what America's done is we've embraced paganism once again. We are worshiping false gods. And one of the false gods that we worship is money, mammon. Uh, and and uh, the fact is we're seeing, uh, uh, because we're, we've rejected God, the one true God, we're embracing paganism. And one of the ways that this is happening, I think, Paul, sometimes the government's involved in this in what we would call uh, psyops or what they would mm-hmm. call psychological operations. I just want to mention a few things about it and then I want to look at it in light of scripture. 
So what are psychological operations? Psychological operations influence the emotions, motives, and behavior of governments, groups, organizations, or enemies. PSYOPs are planned and coordinated intelligence operations designed to target people's vulnerabilities to influence them. PSYOPs are used to get people to do things or stop doing things. PSYOPs are used during all the wars. They're used during Operation Desert Storm. I'm looking at an article here. Uh, the PSYOPs campaigns use images of Iraqi prisoners being treated well and eating bananas, which are a highly prized delicacy in Iraq. Coalition forces were soon overwhelmed by surrendering Iraqi forces looking for safety and bananas. And so the PSYOP campaign was credited with saving thousands of lives and avoiding millions of dollars worth of infrastructure from being destroyed. So uh, it's something that's used in, in, in wartime. And you can look at this article. It has all kinds of examples of the way PSYOPs are, are used in war. But Paul, more than that, I think we're being psyops right now by the mm. woke by the woke left. And the way they psyops us is through education, mm. what I would call mis, you know, uh, misinformation, disinformation, through our education, mm. uh, also through the media, the mainstream media, social media. And so what the government intended to use during war, uh, you know, using psyops for foreign military wars. Yes, th I think Paul, they're doing it now. They've perfected it, and they're doing it to us now as Americans. Be yeah, because psyops is one of the oldest weapons, and one of the most proven and effective ways in both yeah. combat and peacetime. And I think we are victims of it right now. What do you yeah. say? Uh, there's no doubt about it, Jess. Um, you don't have to even think. You can pretty much. Uh, come to that conclusion um first of all it's no stretch that the government would use these techniques you know on their own people especially when we understand there is an entity that we call the deep state right mm. so so you have our elected officials and we're you know going back and forth republican democrat you know blah 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 okay well they've got us talking on those issues then you have a, a group of people that are actually, you know, uh, moving the country in the direction that they want. And what they do, Jesse, and you know this well, is they use the media in particular. I call it always the one-eyed monster, the television, right? <laughs> and they and, and no, and you can see it when whenever there's an issue and 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 the and and the government wants us to uh, all be, you know, uh, swayed on, a, you know, our opinions on this issue. Every news network has even the same um, uh, verbiage. They parrot the same message exactly as if they went to their inbox and they said, say this, read this. Mm. And the CIA has known this for many years. And they have known that uh, they, they've even actually had agents assigned to the local media agencies and this is going all the way back into the 60s well paul you we even saw recently that uh, the fbi again just another another uh, woke federal law enforcement system that's being used against people that they're also they're also planting themselves inside catholic churches that offer the traditional latin mass so uh you <laughs> I know guess i'm a white supremacist just because <laughs> that's where i go <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's what they said, right? It's a breeding ground for white supremacists, you know? Yeah, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I guess you and your wife, yeah. uh, you guys are white yeah. supremacists. And yeah. 
Unbelievable. And I, I, and I joke around, my wife makes rosary beads. And next thing you know, the FBI is going to be doing a raid on our house because she's making weapons of mass destruction. That's right. Yeah, no, you're right, Paul. You better put a steel door there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's a, I'll give you, let me give you my take on this whole psyops. It's, this is part of the new world order. Yep. It's part of the deep state. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and I'll, I'll give you an analogy of this. S- let's say an invading army attacks your country and takes over the town in which you live. You know, here, Phoenix, Arizona, you know, over there, Las Vegas, Nevada. Red so dawn. what, yeah. So, so what is the, what is the, the, the invading army do? Like say if, they're, if they were communists that just took over the country and they're taking over city after city. Well, they're going to seize control of city hall because that's the political and and taxing power of the city. They're going to control the newspapers, the radio, television stations, phone companies. In other words, an invading army that takes over is going to control all the means of social communication. Then they're going to take over the banks. They're going to go after the financial institutions to control the money. They'll take over the major businesses, including the power and water plants, to control the means of production. Then they'll seize control of the churches and schools. And this is what I'm talking about. This is psyops. This is mm-hmm. this, this is psychological warfare that's in, interwoven throughout all of this. And what's the purpose to control us? Yeah. And these uh, and uh, the New World Order, Paul. These are demonically oppressed control freaks uh, and if, if if you don't think they're control freaks all you got to do is look at our complicated u.s tax code to see what we mean yeah you know jess also uh and another reason why they do this is to disrupt or censor or stifle our ability to communicate with each other mm. and so they would take over these uh media entities in order to quash any opposition right and so that's what you see going on when they try to censor us on social media. Um, you know, just uh, another reason why you can know this is a satanic attack is, well, you, you mentioned it to me. I went and I saw that movie. Um, nefarious. Um, nefarious. <laughs> what a, you know, what an, what an excellent movie if you want to understand the mind of yes. a demon yes. and how they think. And so, you know, it's it's funny because at one point in the movie, um, and, you know, the doctor interviewing the, the the man who's possessed by the demon on death row. And he says, um, he says, I thought you were a demon, you know, because uh, he, he was talking about dying. He says, he says, and he says, uh, you know, uh, he can die, but I can't die. <laughs> the right, demon. Right. right. And so yes. and so when you so when you see this attack on humankind. This attack didn't just start within somebody's lifetime. And it almost seems so, like you say, like other, there's a lot of people that want to relegate this to the conspiratorial loony bin. You know what I mean? Like, oh, come on. You guys don't really believe that there are demonic forces. Oh, not only do we really believe it. I mean, (laughs) it's easily demonstrated when you just start you know, uh, it's like breadcrumbs. You can heartbreak, follow it. Heartbreak, Paul. You know? Heartbreak. Heartbreak, my friend. Yeah. We'll be right back. Jesus yeah. 911. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Right. Now, back to Jesus 911. 
If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Jesus 911, we're talking about psyops. Paul, you know what? It's uh, When you look at the definition of psyops, uh, as, as we've, we've shared it, it's uh, psyops, it's being used in all levels to influence policy decisions. It's basically the psychological manipulation of the person's brain to make mm. them think differently. And I'll tell mm-hmm. you, the movie Nefarious shows one thing. It shows that demons are the masters at psyops. There is no better mm. uh, agent of psyops than a demon. And uh, Indeed. this was St. Joan of Arc. She reminds us uh, of, of this, uh, this type of attack on our memory, our imagination. She says, quote, all battles are first won or lost in the mind. Ooh, ooh. Saint you know Joan what Mark. I always say? You know what I always yeah. say, Jess? Um, sow a thought, reap a habit. Yeah. Sow a habit, reap an attitude. I mean, excuse me. Sow a thought, reap an attitude. Sow an attitude, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a lifestyle. That's the progression. It begins with a thought and it turns into an attitude. Then it turns into a habit and then it turns into a lifestyle. And this is um, this is exactly the progression. And if you remember, Jess, it, you know, just to just to give some um, uh, credence to everything that you're saying, um, Satan in the garden was the first so-called influencer, right? In. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He influ- Yeah, he influenced Eve. Uh, you know, in the garden. Uh, to where we know what, what the result of that influence was, uh, you know, the fall of mankind. And so when you see even on, on YouTube today, what do these young people call themselves, Jess? They call themselves Influence. influencers, right? And so we have to remember, Jess, and we have to, like the Bible says, test the spirits because there are spirits and people. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if the people aren't in love with Jesus Christ, aren't sanctified, aren't in a state of grace, then and you can you can understand by looking at nefarious. Then you're you, you I mean, the demon pretty much, you, you know, you've probably given him permission to do whatever yes. he wants in your life. And you don't and you don't even know it because they can't just, you know, impose themselves on us. No. There are certain things that we do, whether it be playing with Ouija boards and all kinds of other things that open up doors that give them permission. It's when we allow our will to line up with the will of Satan in opposition right. to God, that God allows him any degree of influence in an individual's life. Yeah. Paul, there was a scene that was, it was so theologically accurate where the serial killer, Edward Brady in the movie Nefarious Mm-hmm. Uh, the demon speaks through him because you could see during during the movie it was brilliant. It was a the interview an inter, a psychiatrist an unbelieving psychiatrist that was interviewing a possessed inmate, and the demon would take over most of the conversation. Then sometimes Edward Brady would break through and ask for help and please help me. Mm-hmm. Then the demon would take over, and that's exactly the way it looks in demonic possession. It's a battle of it's a battle of the of the personalities and the victim the penitent. Uh, in fact, I'll be honest with you. Some of the holiest people that I've met in, in the Catholic Church right now are people that were formerly demonically possessed, because they 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 went through uh, living hell, hell on earth, and these people are like these people are like the holiest Catholics you'll ever meet. 
in, in a parish. Uh, yeah, but well, the, the, but it, 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 it makes sense, Jess, because if you're the enemy, you're going to go after uh, what is uh, uh, to try to weaken your enemy. And, you know, in this case, it's the demonic looking at strongholds, trying to tear down strongholds so that they can essentially um, have their way. So, so yeah. So if, if a person is holy, if a person is, uh, uh, you know, uh, doing exactly what God commanded, he's got a big target on his back. Uh, what do they call them in the military? They call these uh, high, uh, um, what's the word? What's the verb is they use? Um, uh, high value targets. High value targets. <laughs> high value yeah. targets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was one conversation where the demon nefarious he, he said this, he says, he says, uh, temptation will continue and will become longer in duration and increase in intensity with the intent of evoking a series of yeses from the person and permissions from the victim until the victim is controlled and subjugated by the diabolical. That's exactly what Edward Brady said. Mm-hmm. And also something else that was interesting, the demon said, that uh, he said he's greater than any, he knows more than any theologian, uh, which is, which, which, and what was, what was interesting is that the demon was, uh, he, he was, he, he, although he didn't say the name Jesus, he would say things like the carpenter ruined everything. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he, he made many references to the carpenter, uh, you know, his, uh, P, you know, he's, people don't realize that his actions on the cross destroyed our plans. And so, uh, yeah, the, the demons, they engage in psyops as well. Again, psychological yeah. manipulation. And yeah. so I think our government and, 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 and the CIA and everybody that uses this, Paul, uh, they've, learned from the, they've learned from the best. They've learned from Satan how to do this. But the problem is, is they're doing it against us. And you mentioned something about the mainstream media. And this is easily verifiable. There's many articles that are written on this. There are six billionaires that own 90% of the of the mainstream media. Six mm-hmm. men own 90% of the radio and television channels out there that you listen to. And so you think the message isn't controlled? <clears throat> you think mm-hmm. they're not trying to psychologically manipulate? You think they don't get up in the morning very early and send a memo and say, okay, today we're going to say Jess Romero's an idiot. So every single station says Jess Romero's an idiot. Jess Romero's an idiot. Yeah. Jess Romero's an well. idiot. Jess Romero. <laughs> of course, <laughs> they sing from the same hymn sheet. They're all of woke course. leftists and they're all yeah. sons of Satan yeah. and they're using psyops against yeah. Americans. Yeah, a prime example, Tucker Carlson. Oh, yes. Tucker Carlson, you know, was basically a guy, you know, no matter what you think about Tucker Carlson. Yeah. uh, He rattled people on the right, left and in between. Yeah. And he had such a huge influence and following that the establishment viewed him as dangerous. And they decided that he was expendable. And why did they decide he was expendable? Well, because and by the way, to the tune of losing li- literally billions of dollars in, yes. uh, or, 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 or I don't know how much they lost in their uh, in their stock value, Fox News in doing this. But I know that he, I think he brought in like almost uh, uh, seventy million dollars in advertising uh, for Fox News. And you don't just cut successful people like that unless uh, money is really not the issue for them. You see. They, you know, they have uh, an idea.
strategy or in uh, ideas that they want to put forth in order to influence and bring us captive into this um, this ideology so that we can easily uh, uh, walk into whatever it is that they want to introduce us to. And in this case, it's a globalist uh, Marxism woke agenda. <clears throat> Yeah, that, that's right. And uh, what the psyops government does to us through the mainstream media now, they is it's a mass psychosis. And I'm not even mm -hmm. sure sanity can return to our insane world at this point, uh, because no. uh, because it's without Christ, sanity will not return. Uh, order, social order, moral order, without Jesus Christ becoming the without the social kingship of Christ, sanity will not return to America. And I noticed Paul that the psyops. Uh, government of ours and the and the uh, the psyops deep state, they do exactly what the cults have been doing for a long time. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, cults that we've seen, for example, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, Mormons, and other ones. There's this there's this group think, and okay? you can't mm -hmm. think outside of the box. Mm -hmm. And 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 a cult member, they'll adjust their beliefs. Uh, you know to the person that's that's uh that has the power to the to the influencer you'll mm. you'll also find within a cult and, and even that's what they're doing to us right now there's this conformity to pressure you know they want us all well, to become yes men and, and to please the leader yes. like hey hey yes. rope your sleeve yes. take the jab hey hey put, yes. put on your mask that that uh, that group think that conformity to pressure yes th that's part of what the cults paul have been doing for right. a long time and this yes. is what the psyops government and the, and the deep state is doing to us right now. Yeah, and Jess, since you brought up the issue, I would be remiss not to point out that um, Bishop Schneider just did an interview and he talked about this issue of collegiality within the church, a long one. I was going to send it to you, uh, I, um, but but this issue, a, a lot of people, you know, don't fully wrap their hands around it, but essentially. What it represented was the democratizing of the Catholic Church. That's not and good. That's not yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in other words, and you see this with the synod on synodality where they say the church wants to listen to the people, to see what the people, see what the faithful are saying, right? Are you kidding me? First of all, the voices that they're listening to are the unfaithful. The forces that they're listening to are the modernists. The forces that they're listening to are influencers who are uh, in being inspired and influenced by the diabolical. And how do I know this? Because Jesus himself said, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith? The, mm -hmm. the Bible says that men will not endure sound teaching in latter days. That's what we see, Jess, but they will raise up leaders for themselves who will tickle their ears, tell them what they want to hear, rather than tell them the message that, no, you need to repent, you need to turn from your sins. Like Jesus told the woman, uh, where have your, uh, uh, you know, those who condemn you gone? Uh, they've left, Lord. Well, uh, neither will I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Right now, we're in the middle of a compromise where we want to get comfortable and bump elbows with the sinner and say, that's ah, really not that bad. And, hey, that's your truth. And that's OK. There's some truth there as long as, you know, ah, Jess, we're in trouble right now. God help us. Yeah. Uh, Psalm 69, verse two. Uh, God make haste to help us. Lord, help us. And that's we're in a Psalm 62 verse Psalm 69, verse two moment right now. Yeah. Paul, 
everybody uses psyops. I think Satan is. I think Satan's the inventor of psyops, psychological manipulation of the mind. Uh, mm-hmm. Communists have used it. Nazis have used it. Uh, uh, the deep state uses it against us. Uh, psyops. A, a simple definition that is from Dictionary.com says this: Psyops are military operations usually aimed at influencing the enemy's state of mind through non-combative means, such as distribution of leaflets, for example. Now, here's, here's what I would say based on that definition. This is precisely what the modernist, the Marxist, and the Masons in power within our country and within the Catholic Church are doing right now to the mm-hmm. doctrines and practices of the church. Yes. And, the, and the goal of these psyops modernists is to help, is to make Catholics embrace liberalism, progressivism, relativism, socialism, yes. and, and start a new religion it, that's brother. in harmony with the modern world. Hey, we'll be right back. Preach it, Jesus 911. Two-man call. We're talking about psyops and how it affects us. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. We're talking about PSYOPs, which is uh, something that's used by the CIA, something that's used by the military, and it's something that's used by Satan, and it's something that's used by uh, communists, uh, Nazis, all the rogue mach- uh, uh, regimes out there, they use psyops, this psychological manipulation through propaganda, through the media, uh, through flyers, leaflets, wh- whatever they can, wh- however they can communicate a message, they'll they'll do that to try to bring conformity to people. In other words, get in the boxcar and shut up. We're going to take you to a nice uh, uh, to a nice resort, and you're going to you and your family are going to have a good time. Just get in the boxcar, and I'll tell you why a lot of people, Paul, in Americans are very susceptible to being psyoped Mm -hmm. because again, uh, 90% of the media is owned by six billionaires. So most of what Mm -hmm. you listen to on the mainstream media is, is already, uh, uh, it's already programmed to make you think or behave in a certain manner. And also because most people don't live in a state of grace. Mm -hmm. And this is a, this is basically a criticism of our country. It's, you know, because most people live in a they don't live in a state they live in mortal sin and so most people have what you would have call they have psychological compatibility with a demon and what does that mm. mean it means that it, like father ripperger says that every mortal sin that you commit binds you to a demon binds you mm. to a demon demon of lust demon of uh demon of hate demon of anger whatever whatever mortal sin there's there's a demon attached to it and so now the demon for example let's just say the demon of lust for men uh the demon of lust says mm, ah, this guy here has a side this guy epstein has <laughs> he's my buddy just like uh mm-hmm. nefarious was saying man i like mm-hmm. this guy he's my friend man i really like you mm-hmm. that that that's when you when you embrace some type of mortal sin you yes. you start having what's called you align your will with the demon's will, that's mm-hmm. called psychological compatibility with a the demon. There's a symbiotic relationship with each other, and mm-hmm. so 
the the intellect now is dull the yes. intellect is darkened and it's and and, and uh you're just manipulated yes. just like uh you know just like uh, a, a, a a master walking his puppy in the park yes. uh, with a leash you just you're completely manipulated at this point and this is exactly what the government's doing to us paul this is diabolical yes and by the way jess conversely that if you obey god if you obey his laws and commandments then you are psychologically compatible with the holy spirit there you go mm. and therefore you are being influenced by god you are you have become a partaker of the divine nature mm. as sacred scripture says mm, yeah. and this is our only defense against that so like you said it doesn't matter whether people believe in god or not because the reality is God does exist. The reality is, is that the demonic yeah, does exist. Yeah, yeah. And when you ignorantly choose to um, disobey God and, 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 and offend God and sin against God, then you, like you said, you make yourself psychologically compatible with the demonic. Yeah. And Jess, and, and how do we combat this, Jess? Sacred scripture tells us to test the spirits. Well, you can't test the. How do we test the spirits, Jess? Well, what does the word canon mean, Jess? What does canon mean in the scripture? It means measuring rod, right? Yeah. The yep, canon right. of scripture. Yeah. It's a measuring, measuring rod. rod of scripture. Yeah. And so, and so, so the canon or the, what we measure these spirits up against is the word of God. And you and I both know that the word of God is, yes, we have the written word of God, but the word of God is a person and his name is Jesus Christ. And he animates and, and, uh, you know, and, and makes that word of God alive in us. So we test the spirits by knowing and having knowledge of the word of God. Thy word have I hidden in my heart. David said, why? so that I might not sin against. Wow. That says it all right there. Yep. Yep. That says it all. And that, that's why as, as Catholics, <clears throat> we have to, we have to watch and guard our mind. There, it's, there's no, uh, it's not a coincidence that St. Paul says in Ephesians chapter six, put on the helmet of salvation. Yes. What does a helmet do for a soldier? It protects their head from, uh, from, from being wounded. I mean, it's not going to protect you from everything, but it, but it, it affords some protection. And so when he talks about that, what does the head cover? It covers the mind, the intellect. And so when he talks about put on the helmet of salvation, he's basically saying, guard your mind. In other mm -hmm. words, watch what you take in your mind. This is why St. Paul uses such language like in Romans 12 too. Uh, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. In other words, St. Paul's yes. saying, don't be psyops. St. Paul's saying, don't be psyops by this world. This world's going to try to psyops you. Don't, don't allow it. Renew your mind that you may prove what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable. St. Paul also talks about 1 Corinthians 2.16. Again, he's saying, he's warning us about, don't let the demon psyops you. Don't let your government psyops you. He's saying, but we have the mind of Christ, 1 Corinthians 2.16. We have the mind. We don't have the mind of the CIA. We don't have the mind of the deep state. We don't have the mind of the modernists. We have the mind of Christ. And St. Paul also says in 2 Corinthians 10.5, again, warning us, how do we protect ourselves from being psyops by our government, by the mainstream media, by demonic forces? 
2 Corinthians 10.5, take every thought captive to obey Christ. That's yes. how we do it. Because right. we, uh, 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 we as men, we were made for a relationship with God. The catechism says in paragraph Amen, 298, brother. we were made for a relationship with God. Paragraph 299, excuse me, the catechism. Yes, yes. That's what, yes, and, and, and even the first, Paul, the first Eucharistic prayer, which you hear all the time in Latin, because that's the only prayer that they do in the Latin mass, the Eucharistic mm-hmm. prayer number one in mm-hmm. Latin and in, in the English translation says, uh, you know, lift up your heart, sursum corda. And then the, the priest says, uh, we li- yeah, 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 we have lifted up our hearts to the Lord. W- why? Is it? Yeah. Because it is right and just. Yes. So why yeah. do we lift yeah. up our hearts to the dignum, Lord? <laughs> because it is right and just. Yes. We yes. were made yeah. for God. So it is right and just to lift up our hearts to him and disconnect from the line psyops mainstream media, Paul. Jess, when you break it down like that, man, you put chills through my body. I'm not kidding you, man. It just electrifies me because, my, you know, uh, I, my my whole being is just saying yes, 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 yes. You know, and I just because because the truth rings true. Uh, yeah. Listen to what St. Paul says in Romans chapter six, verse 16, Jess. Do you not know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey? Whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. And you see, so exactly, you know, what you just said a little while ago about, you know, when you, when a person sins, they, you know, they become psychologically compatible with a demon, Mm -hmm. and we know what their fate is, death, that's their fate, because that's part of the culture of death. And, and what do we say in mass in dying, he destroyed our death and rising. He restored our life. life. Right. Come, this is, Lord, and so, come. so, so we're, we're, yes, yes. We are on two different tra- uh, trajectories here. You know, on the one hand, these people who ignorantly like the, like the, like the doctor in the movie nefarious, he's all like, you know, I don't, I don't believe in that stuff. This is even, even the, and they had this liberal priest that came in and he's all yes. like, he doesn't, he, he doesn't believe in it either. You know what I mean? It doesn't change the fact. Truth is, hey, hypocrisy never nullifies truth. Okay. And so, so, so again, uh, or, or you know, uh, just because um, a person is ignorant to a certain uh, truth or 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 is or is or is, is acting opposite of that doesn't mean the truth isn't true and so again um what you're clearly saying here jess is that as uh, as catholic christians and you know or any follower of the lord jesus christ we must capture every thought and bring it to submission unto god and in doing that we become psychologically compatible with God. We become Amen. transformed. Amen. We become, and like the Bible says, do be not be transformed into the image of Christ rather than to the image of this dying world and to Satan who has been an influencer from the beginning. And, and we know that these influences uh, are, 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 are designed because the demons hate mankind. Why? Because we were created in the image of God and God breathed in man and man became a living soul. This is why they hate us because 
um, we have a special bond with God yes. and that they that they that that they are jealous of. Yeah, and the movie brought a lot of good good Catholic theology, very traditional Catholic theology mm-hmm. um, came out in the movie. One of the uh, things that 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 nefarious said the demon. He kind of gave a summary of damnation history. You know, we talk about salvation <laughs> yeah. history. He gave a summary of damnation history. Yeah. And he said that he said that God allowed humans to fill the vacant seats in heaven, the vacant seats by the third of the angels that became fallen angels mm-hmm. that, that once belonged to the fallen angels. And so Nefarious says the demons forever plan is to destroy humans because we're made in the image and likeness of God. And demons seek to recreate us in their own image and likeness. So it, that theology is, is so spot on. Uh, did that because that's what the fathers of the church teach that those yes. seats that were emptied by the fallen angels will be replaced by the saints. And so the demons hate that they're saying those human beings, those meat sacks, they're going to take our seats around the throne of God. Yeah, that's exactly uh, that's exactly yeah. one of the reasons they hate us. And they also yes. hate us, as Nefarious said, because we're made in the image and likeness of God. So the mm-hmm. demons go forever. Their forever plan, he said, is to recreate us in their own image and likeness, which is pure evil. Brilliant yes. theology. Brilliant yeah, yeah. patristic theology. Yeah, and the Bible talks about thrones and dominions, and we know that's a reference to, you know, the powers and the angelic powers. And But yet the Bible clearly tells us that we will sit on thrones and the Bible says that, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's just uh, amazing the theology behind it, Jess. And it's amazing that it, it, number one, it shows you the incredible dignity of man. That Hard break, bro. Hard break, brother. Hard break. Yeah. We'll be right back. Stick around. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. As Catholics, we have to watch what comes out of our mouth. That's why, as, that's why as Catholics, we should, be, we, we should become prayer warriors individually. We should become uh, little little monasteries, make our church, our homes into little monasteries. And I say this, why? Because the Lord Jesus Christ tells us what's going to happen to everybody that shoots off their mouth. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 35 to 37, he says this, the good man out of his good treasure brings forth good. And the evil man out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. I tell you on the day of judgment, Men will render an account for every careless word they utter. Mm. For by mm. your words, you will be justified. That means saved. And by your words, you will be condemned. Those people, mm. Paul, that make a, that have made their whole a living out of psyopsing people through radio, television, journalism, yellow journalism... Uh, doing Satan's work by lying to people using the power of the spoken word. Paul, on judgment day, it's not going to be pretty for them. As Catholics, we want to use our mouth and our mind 
primarily to build people up, to promote goodness, beauty, and truth, and to project the Word of God into the cosmos through prayer. Why? Eucharistic prayer number one, because it is right and just. And mm-hmm. on that day when we're judged in the scales of, the, of, of God's justice, let us pray that all the good words that projected out of our mouth and mind outweigh all the evil words that we may have projected. Just like it said in the movie, Paul, in uh, in the movie uh, Nefarious. Nefarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it quoted Daniel 5.27. You have been weighed in the balance and, and been found wanting. Daniel 5.27. And at the end of the movie, people are asking, hey, the demon spoke in Latin. What are the demons saying? Here's what the demon said. <clears throat> First, he spoke in Aramaic. <clears throat> mene, mene, tekel uparsin, which is... You have been weighed in the balance and found wanting. That's Daniel 5.27. Yes. Then yes. at the end of the movie, the, de- the demon said, Ut tum stultus est, ut non comprehendiam, which means, but you are too stupid to realize it. Yes. In other words, you have been weighed in the balance and found wanting, but you are too stupid to realize it. Then the demon said, continuandum est, which is, to be continued. So this is what he said in English. Exactly. I'm going to put it all together. At the end, Nefarious said to all of us, you have been weighed in the balance and found wanting, but you are too stupid to realize it. To yeah. be continued. Yeah. Yeah. And Jess, uh, to put it another way, sacred scripture tells us, and we, we say it many times on this program, when we talk about how sin darkens the intellect and we, we, we change it and we say, look, it, sin makes you stupid. That's okay. Yeah. And so, yeah. So if sin makes you stupid and it affects your ability, you know, and affects your intellect, then what is the solution? Well, repent, <laughs> right? That's what God told Jonah to tell, go to the people of Nineveh and tell them repent. And if you repent, then my judgment will be, you know, uh, you know, will be pulled back. You know, Jess, um, People don't understand. This is why God tells us, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. That's what God wants us to do, to turn from our wicked ways. But we live in a society, Jess, where we are normalizing sin. Mm-hmm. Same-sex relationships, not only are they good, they, they bring gifts to the church. Didn't we hear that, Jess? You know? Y- yeah, we heard have... that from some of our prelates in Rome. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, they have (laughs) gifts. They have gifts that they can offer the church. You know, how the mighty have fallen. Truly what the what the church fathers have said uh, about a falling away of the faith. You know, we are coming to that conclusion right now. There was an individual, just a friend of mine. And, uh, you know, he he, he was really doubting his faith. And he he got an and I, I just sent them this. I just want to read it to you. On the, on, I sent them the Psalms, and I just said this uh, to try to encourage him. I said, yeah. um, I said, uh, oh, Lord, how long will the wicked be jubilant? They pour out arrogant words. All the evildoers are full of mm. boasting. They crush your people. Oh, Lord, they oppress your inheritance. And then uh, continuing. Wow. Um, yeah, so continuing. Yeah, yeah, con- continuing. Um, uh, they murder the fatherless. They say the Lord does not see. The God of Jacob pays no heed. Take heed, you senseless ones, among the people, you fools. 
when will you become wise? Does he who planted the ear not hear? Does he who formed the eye not see? Does he who disciplines nations not punish? Does he who teaches man lack knowledge? The Lord knows the thoughts of man. He knows that they are futile. Blessed is the man who's uh, uh, you discipline, O Lord, the man you teach from your law. You grant him relief from, from days of trouble till a pit is dug for the wicked, for the Lord will not reject his people. He will never forsake his inheritance. Just be encouraged, mm-hmm. folks out there listening. Yes. God has our back. Uh, like God told Elijah, when he, you know, when, when certain destruction was was around, and he's, what did he say? He says, uh, "Oh, you know, um, uh, uh, the prophet said, open, open his eyes, Lord, and let him see that there are more for us than against us, right?" And they were surrounded by legions of angels, the, the, the invading enemy army. Listen, this is not. And by the way, I saw an interview from the um, the producers of the movie, and and one guy, he, I, he it said, was, uh, it was well done. Yeah, yeah, but he he did make one error that I that he said he says well it's like God against Satan no it isn't yeah God right the Satan is nothing more than a pit bull on a chain that God has allowed his existence why to bring about a greater good in us and the only and as as was brought out in the movie these demons have no access uh, to you unless you align your will with them and become first psychologically compatible and then as you give more and more permissions you involve yourself in the occult then you then you can even eventually become perfectly possessed yes that's exactly that's the way it works that's what happened to uh edward brady that was uh it was it was description of his life it's Mm -hmm. it's a series the demons the way they attack us is is called ordinary temptation they're always projecting temptations that's what they do they have nothing to do all day other than try to, uh, you know, try to destroy us because they hate us because we're made in the image and likeness of God. And mm-hmm. so these temptations that come to us throughout the day like waves, it's this, the way they, they, they end up uh, becoming psychologically co- compatible with a human is you concede to this temptation. You're a series mm-hmm. of yeses and yes and yes. Mm-hmm. And so you keep on seeding ground. You keep on giving ground. And and so you, as, as these yeses, you're you're saying yes to this temptation, yes to that temptation, and you're ceding ground to the enemy. What ends up happening is 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 you end up it it becomes habituated. That mm-hmm. temptation now becomes habituated, and now before you know it, uh, you've aligned your will with that of a demon. And so what happens? Yeah. It ha- it happens subtly, but once it happens. Uh, it's it's dangerous, and and the movie Nefarious was a classic example of a man who kept saying yes to different temptations throughout his life, giving the demon a series of permissions, permissions until he was perfectly possessed at the end. Yeah, uh, imagine your life is like a big mansion, and you open up a door, and you know, and this person is an enemy person or an occupier, and he's 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 there in the first room. And, you know, yeah, you, you got a whole house there. You know, and he's only in the first room. No big deal. But then you you go deeper in the house, you open up another door and then he comes in that one. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, he has access to your whole house. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> right? a perfect analogy. Yeah. He has access to your whole house. And guess what? You can't get him out. Yeah. You can't get him out on your own. You need it. it at that point, you need uh, the, the power of God through the church. Yes. That's generally yes. the way it works. Yeah. Uh, 
You know, Paul, let me just tell people, in case you're wondering what's the good news, I'll tell you what the good news is. We are born into a fallen world destined for damnation, but there's a son of God, the kinsman redeemer, the only son of the father by nature who became a man. He suffered for our sins on a cross. He became the savior of the human race. And the good news is, is that the son of God who came down from heaven, injected himself into human space and time and history. He's opened up an emergency escape hatch for us. It's called Calvary. We have a way out of eternal damnation. We have a savior who brought us salvation. Those who abide in him, we have to abide in him, the Bible says, those will be saved. Those who don't abide in him will be damned. And so the heart of the good news is that salvation can be had by any person. While God loves us unconditionally, anyone can be saved. God will not save us unconditionally. It requires cooperation from us, and that means turning away from sin, renewing your mind, and all sin we have to turn away from and receive that sanctifying grace that makes us grow in holiness and gives us strength to make it through this valley of tears called life, Paul. Yes, Jess, Romans chapter 8. And those those he predestined, he also called. Those who he called, he also justified. Those who he justified, he also glorified. Amen. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? Uh, God's chosen. It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who has raised, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Amen. Amen. Mic drop. Mic drop. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> hey, that's the wrap. You've been listening to Jesus 911 Two Man Car, Jess Romero, Paul Clay. Two lovers of Christ, the king that want to usher in the social kingship of Christ to all the nations, <clears throat> and two men that are in the service of the Queen Mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and faithful sons of Holy Mother Church. I'll give St. Augustine the last word. If you pray well, you will live well. If you live well, you will die well. And if you die well, all will be well. St. Augustine. Amen. Pray for <clears throat> Up next, Gary Machuda, hands-on apologetics, coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. As for us, EOW, end of watch. But uh, we're always on Soul Patrol. We're always trying to win souls for Christ, in season and out of season. God bless you. Keep the faith. We love you, family. Thanks for tuning in to us. See you next time. Same Christ time, same Christ channel. (laughs) 